and welcome to the Pharmacotherapy Podcast. My name is Vicki Ellingrod, and I am a professor of pharmacy and the Senior Associate Dean for Research and Graduate Education at the University of Michigan College of Pharmacy. I also have the privilege of serving as a scientific editor for pharmacotherapy. Today, joining me on this podcast is Ms. Claire Marks. She is a third-year medical student at Indiana University School of Medicine. She and her colleagues have published original research in the November 2021 issue of Pharmacotherapy entitled Comparing Newborn Outcomes After Prenatal Exposure to Individual Antidepressants. Ms. Mark's co-authors are Dr. Rebecca Savola, Ms. Evgenia Teal, Dr. Sarah Quinney, and Dr. David Haas. Claire, thank you so much for your submission to pharmacotherapy, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here and appreciate this opportunity. Really interesting research, and I so much enjoyed reading this. Could you take a few minutes to briefly summarize kind of the goals of the research and what your overall findings were so our readers have an understanding? Yeah, so our goal was to cultivate data from some of the hospital systems served by the IU School of Medicine and analyze any differences in neonatal outcomes between different individual SSRIs or SNRIs. The data and studies we found during our lit review all tended towards lumping together these drugs into uh, their classes instead of looking at them individually. And we hypothesized that with the difference in pharmacokinetics and pharmacodynamics, there could be some differences in outcomes during pregnancy between these individual drugs, which we did find in our findings a statistically significant difference in rates of NICU admission and uh, pediatric and neonatal adaptation syndrome with duloxetine use at various points during pregnancy. Very interesting. You know, I think this research is so critical and necessary to understand how to appropriately use these medications um, in individuals who are pregnant. Um, so you're probably aware that, that that sort of care can be really complex. And so what would be your messages to prescribers who might be taking care of pregnant individuals but are not mental health specialists and not really as nuanced in, in the use of these medications? Yeah, so in my limited clinical experience so far, I've found medication use in pregnancy super fascinating, but definitely complex. As you mentioned, uh, many providers who are not exclusively trained in mental health prescribe drugs for antidepressants all the time, uh, as you probably well, we all know as well with between OBGYNs and family med and internal med kind of all over the place, um, which is amazing in and of itself because it expands access to these sorts of treatments. But for these providers, I think this research is important to be aware of and when taking care of pregnant patients. But I think that the number one priority still uh, with good data to kind of help select guide drug selection, but the number one priority would definitely be to get patients that, who need these drugs for mental health, the drugs they need, and then meet as a secondary consideration if you have a patient who's pregnant or considering pregnancy or um, even just to go even broader reproductive age and needs an SSRI or SNRI, then perhaps starting with sertraline or bupropion could be a better better ch first choice, barring other contraindications, um, especially if your go-to tends to be duloxetine, which had the higher risks of adverse outcomes. 
So part of these decision-making, it, it really needs to involve the person who's pregnant as well. And so what, would, what are some of your thoughts about what we might tell pregnant individuals who might be receiving duloxetine or, or one of the other medications that was really identified as having a poorer outcome? Yeah, so I think and also it's important to keep in mind for I keep in mind for myself that, you know, prescribing these drugs is not an exact is is an exact science despite all the evidence we have. There's a large a lot of art in the pharmacologically managing depression and selecting drugs and changing drugs and which happens all the time. So I think you, when you're talking to patients and having uh, have a pregnant patient in front of you that's on duloxetine and if she's really happy with how it's working and has been on it for a long time, then you, it's important, obviously, to inform them of the potential for these increased risks that we found in this study and perhaps we'll find in future studies as well. But also knowing that that these are not absolute contraindications to taking this medication in pregnancy. Uh, these things can be managed and aren't ideal, but um, but can be managed in the maternal mental health is a really high priority because those risks, I think, are much higher than what we were looking at with NICU admission and adaptation syndrome. So, um, so it's important to weigh those those risks and benefits definitely. But I would say if you know if they decide again, patient agency is super important. So if they decide that's not a risk they're willing to take, then switching that drug appropriately. But um, also keeping in mind that maternal mental health is so important. Yeah, I completely agree. And again, you know, the management of individual pregnant persons is is so important and so complex that there's there's often not one answer for the entire population. It really needs to be individualized. So I know you're currently in your third year of medical school. I mentioned mm-hmm. that in the introduction. And so I'm wondering if we could just take a, a couple minutes and and talk about, you know, what sparked your interest in doing uh, research on this topic and what advice you might have for other health professional trainees who would be interested uh, in doing research as as part of their professional program. Yeah, so I I found this research so interesting in the first place because I'm I'm very interested in going into OBGYN and um, and then also obviously this is very, very applicable towards that for my personal career interests. And I think it's important, super important, speaking as kind of having some a little bit of experience in clinical setting with practitioners in so many specialties being super nervous to prescribe anything at all to pregnant patients. Um, so this data is very super important for this patient population and just important overall to kind of um, spark research in this area and over many drugs. And I think then looking at like getting into research as a trainee, um, something super important. I know people are always you know, trying, you've got to build your CV and work on all this stuff, all that stuff, and uh, which is important. But finding something you like is also important. And so I know for um, medical students, a lot of times you have a break kind of between the first and second year in the summer. So this is when I was really got into this research and continued to work on it throughout my courses as well. But the bulk of it was during that summer working through a research opportunity at the IU School of Medicine. And so I'm sure that there's a lot of programs like that out there as well for other schools and kind of to get involved. I know that um, this is primarily a pharmacy um, publication. So I uh, I know that um, my husband's a pharmacist. And so he I know that there's some breaks built in there and opportunities to do some research as well. But I also just think the most important thing to look at is 
topics that you enjoy. So if you have a good relationship with professors or even just kind of seeing what's at your institution going on in the research realm and just sending cold emails. And um, I, in my experience, people love when you take interest in their research and are happy to uh, at least chat about it. And if, if not help find a place for you with, with them or with someone else they know that is working on similar things. That is very sage advice from someone who is still in their training. Um, and so I really want to thank you um, for your contribution to pharmacotherapy and for taking the time to chat with me today. I'm always excited to talk with people that are in training because I think exactly what you said is so important. If you're interested in getting involved in research, it's, it's really important to reach out, make those connections. Um, do it early, find out about all the exciting opportunities that are available as we all kind of work to improve uh, patient outcomes and patient care. Uh, as a reminder to our listeners, our full manuscript can be found in the November 2021 issue of Pharmacotherapy. I hope that this podcast has enticed you to go and uh, read this really important work that is coming to us from the Indiana University School of Medicine. And again, thank you so much for joining us today. And until next time, um, consider submitting your best work to pharmacotherapy and have a great day.